What's up guys? Welcome back to Mismo by Miss Moy. Today, our guest is Maki, who recently took in the role as a principal in their school. We're taking a look into how it is in a day in the life of a 30-something educator who is making her own mark in the world. Hope you enjoy! Alright, so welcome again to our podcast today. Uh, we have Maki as our featured guest for today's episode. Welcome, Maki. Hi, Moi. It's nice to see you again. It's been a while. Yes, so thank you very much for allotting uh, some of your time to be with us today. So, yeah. Um, I'm very, very honored. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, it's been very long since we last uh have seen each other years now, no, Maki? Yeah, it's it's been a while. I think maybe maybe eight or nine years, give or take. Yeah. I think last time we saw each other was like 2014 or 2013, something like that. Yeah. So I think we, we met through surfing, I believe, was it? Yes. Yes, we met through surfing of all things that all we things. have in common. Yes. <laughs> we met through surfing and then I think we continued through... Uh, mixed martial arts, yes. jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu, yes, that one. And then now, um, one th- one thing that is also common is that we're both educators, and yes, yes that's mm-hmm. why we invited Maki to be with us today to talk about her experiences um, as an educator, among others. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah welcome. Uh, maybe we'll start with. Um, uh, Maki telling us about her being an educator and now the principal in their school. So, yes. w- um, what can you tell us about that our job, new job responsibility? All right. So, um, first and foremost, hi to everyone who listens to Miss Miss Mo Miss Mo's <laughs> podcast. Um, I ca- I caught the first episode. I must say it's a very interesting podcast. Thank um, you. <laughs> But as you said, yeah, so I am currently the principal of the high school department of a not-so-small-anymore <laughs> private school in uh, Nueva Vizcaya. So it's one of the northern provinces. It is a landlocked province. Um, this is a recent promotion, just this year. Uh, but before that, I did handle English literature for grades 7 and 10. Um, before that, I was also handling a multitude of subjects. I heard on a different podcast. You know that you're a good teacher if they keep moving you in different subjects or different (laughs) grade levels. I wouldn't consider myself that, but um, even though I have a major, I've always been a a little bit of a jack of all trades. I'm interested in a multitude of things. So I just randomly know all these things. I think I taught math, math at one point. Really? I was teaching, yeah, I was teaching algebraic expressions to 8th grade in wow. a different school there in Manila. Yeah, I've handled math, social studies, English. Right now, I'm handling research. So, <laughs> that tells you something. <laughs> wow, from math but yeah, I enjoy literature it. to research. So, mm-hmm. can, you, can you tell us, um, is there a favorite subject that you would want to um, stay with if ever mm-hmm. that's that's a tough one that's <laughs> a tough one i have i have a very soft spot for english lit just because i love to read 
But also, I understand that it's not everybody's favorite subject in the Philippines, especially if your teacher has English as their first language. Because my English is different from Filipino English. Um, so there, yeah, there's I don't know. I think I think it maybe it's a province thing. I think Manila schools generally pick up on English a lot faster. But here in the province, um, where my students generally speak like two or three other languages in Filipino, so they speak Ilocano, Gadang, Tagalog. So I think adding on the English part, plus they're not readers. It's it's a tough it's a tough sell. Right now though, I am enjoying research, so we'll see where that takes me. Wow. We'll see. Great. So you've mentioned um, maybe for the next two questions, we'll ponder on first. Um, you've mentioned that uh, English is not the first language that the students there uh, would prefer. Is that is that, is that the right mm-hmm. term? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. How, yeah. How, how is it uh, then as both a teacher and an administrator or a managerial position, like being a principal? Is, is that um, a, a challenge for you since you are very, very well versed in all the, the languages that you are equipped? Um, yeah, I would say it's a I would say it's a challenge just because Unlike in Manila, where most people only speak English and Tagalog, hmm. here in the province, I think just where I live, I think they have 14, 14 different languages because wow. we are landlocked. Yes, yes. Uh, we are landlocked. We have several different tribes. We have the Gaddang, we have the, the Isinais, we have an Isinai group here. Um, we have the Ilocanos, we have the Tagalogs. So it's it's really a hot pot of Filipino, um, Filipino indigenous groups. And a lot of the students come from these indigenous cultures or just grew up in a setup where English was just not spoken at home. Unlike, or they're not exposed to TV. TV isn't a big thing here, apparently. Really? Yeah, so what, it's what more radio. The... Oh, radio! <laughs> yeah, more, more people still listen to radio than anything else. Interesting! Yeah. Wow! It's, it's it I feel like we're we're in the upside down where everything is different here. So being an English speaker, like a native English speaker here, is different. As a manager, as a principal, it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um just because I know that they they need to get to this level in order for them to um succeed in some of their endeavors, not all of them, obviously, but those I know nagustong mag engineering or mag mag medicine mag ano. I keep telling them like you have to get like your English comprehension down because medical books are not in Filipino. <laughs> so oh. yeah, so a lot a lot of material in the world. Like I keep telling them, your world is severely limited. I mean, if you have big dreams, your your chances will be limited if you don't get into the English part of it and. It would be okay, I guess, if they were good in Filipino, but not so much in English. But even Filipino, they do terribly sometimes, yeah. <laughs> because they know the they know the colloquial and the slang, but not the, like the formal. The formal language. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I will just segue a bit before I proceed to my next question. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned you you handle high school, right? Yes. And how is it then? Um, you, you mentioned the challenge of language. Um, I don't know if it's integrated 
to the next challenge that I'll, I'll, I'll mention but um maybe I'll ask I'll, I'll I'll dive into the challenge of teaching and handling the school during the time of pandemic was there any like um, communication problem or um, technical problem that that you really until now you'd want to highlight oh yeah definitely um I think nowadays people are starting to realize that technology really is its own language. Not in the sense of coding and programming and all these things. Yes. But there's there's a lingo that you have to know. You have to understand. Um, you know, we make fun of... Um, we tend to make fun of like the older generation, you know, how they hold their phones or how they type. We yeah. make a joke about how large the font is on their phone. But these okay. are actual simple things. Um... Just to give you an example that's outside of the education sector, the DSWD uh, fiasco, if we can call it that. Apologies to anybody yes. who works at the DSWD. <laughs> but where I live, kasi, because um, we are, if I'm not mistaken, I think we are a third-class province or something like that. But yeah, so we're in, not... In the, in, the, the city, they have this like codes of like city, barangay level, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. We don't even have a city. That's, that's that's the thing. We don't have a city. We don't have a mall. So if we want to go to a mall, we have to go to Isabella. Like that's the closest that we have. But anyway, going back, um, a lot of people don't have internet access. They don't have data. People here, like if you go to the upland communities, puso pa dito yung they'll find a tree and they have the keypad phones and katalit sa kasabit sa puno to look for signal. Like that's how. Really? That's how. Yeah, that's how difficult it is. And um, where 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 I live, technically, I live in you know the lowlands. I live mm. Sabayan, so to me, it's not as big of a deal. Like the people here, generally, must okay. Kaya lang, we are not the majority population, and it's difficult to reach the far-flung areas where you know literally the kids walk to school like for like five six kilometers like na hindi hindi gawa yung daan or they they don't know what a cell phone looks like because they don't have access they don't have gadgets sa kanila talaga napunta yung modules na yung teachers na naka sumasakay ng kalabaw dito yon yeah. we had those we had those here so I would say that during the pandemic, communication really was different because just because um, the I guess you could say the homogeny, the homogeneousness. I don't know the proper <laughs> term for it. Very diverse kami in terms of social economic classes. So ang hirap eh. You can't just use one platform. Like kami, we used majority online. Kaya lang meron kaming students who are from a different town in a different. Um, Barangay, where signal isn't great. So how do they access? How do we visit them? How do we check their outputs? Mga ganon. So yeah, definitely communication was an issue. So would you think that um, from from this situation, um, across all sectors, hybrid will always be... Um, hybrid will stay? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, hybrid will stay. I think it offers the most flexible options for the people who had difficulty in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now maybe I'll I'll, I'll dive into. Um, I want to go back to to the the your new role as as a principal. 
um, we mentioned off of um, record that um, it's your new you uh, you had challenges when it comes to um, managing. You know, managing is different from the the teaching pedagogy. Um, can you can you um, tell us more about that? Okay. Um... Yeah, so I'm a I'm a new principal. I was in the classroom for 11 years. Well, I still am because I still handle research. But um, teaching as a practice is very different from the role of the principal. So teacher, kasi the communication is to children. So you have to you have to modify the way you you package something and the way you say something because you're talking to you know younger children who. You know who haven't developed certain skill sets yet whereas we're with adults because i'm a principal i will handle adults i will talk to adults so the way that i communicate with the teachers is very different from the way that i communicate with with the students and even among adults um because syempre principal is also the first person pag may concern yung parents the yeah. way i talk to parents is also very different from the way that i talk to teachers it's very different from the way that i talk to accredited accreditors yeah. for for our school so yeah it's it's a different ball game talaga because i'm now dealing with adults and um parang kumbaga i'm i'm talking more upward than i am downward if that makes sense yes 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 it makes sense but um did it take a lot of adjustment for you since um was there like a, a, an issue of like because you're a very young principal or was there an issue of sorts like that that it was it was mm. harder for you to prove that you can do it um i think among the team that i'm working with now there's not too much of an issue because i've worked with them for a while so they know me they know what i'm capable of i think i've proven myself to them i mean i'm not saying that you know i'm a perfect principal obviously I'll, i'll have a lot of mistakes down the road obviously i will i will learn as i go just as i always do but i think at the at the end of the day bottom line is that they know that i can do it um and i'm i'm very grateful that i have a team that's very supportive also Uh, they know my limitations as well and so sila nang sumasalo pag alam nilang it's not really my forte this this part of the job is not something that I deal with well and they're okay with it so sila yung sumasalo um, but I think because I work in a private school there's still that um, concern I guess when I'm talking with the public sector I, and I don't mean this in any negative way towards DepEd or any of these organizations or agencies, but it, it's the reality. When you go to DepEd, most of the principals are like in their 50s, 40s or 50s. Yes. It's very, very rare that you will find a principal who is my age. But among private schools, apparently it's it's a trend getting... Now. Yeah, it's starting to become more common just because they think that the younger principals can, can you know... Uh, get a better foothold in this generation and adapt to the demands of the job better mm-hmm. because they understand you know they're they're somewhere in the middle yes um i went to a training recently in july and i think maybe half half of us there is like 60 plus of us half of us were below 40 wow 
Yeah, and which is very surprising for me. Yeah. And then the other half were nuns. <laughs> so, <laughs> so was, uh, I'm sorry, but it, that sounds it so was a very it was a very diverse group. <laughs> so, like the other half were nuns and priests, and then the other half were like young professionals who were below forty. But surprisingly, most of us had master's degrees. Um, some of us had doctorate degrees, and some of us were working on our doctorate degrees. And we were all like assistant administrators, principals. I was like, this is this is nice, you know. I'm among people who are my age and in the same position so I loved it I loved that seminar I, my, my table specifically I loved my table like, there were four of us I uh, know there were five of us at the table and only one was over 40 I loved it, wow, I loved I, th- it. that is so surprising I never thought that this time would come that principles would be below I mean again we're not trying to be ageist or whatever but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's surprising. Yeah. It's surprising. I think also factor. Just I think yeah. ano, just to get this part out there. I think also maraming nag-retire kasi nag-early retirement. Like early retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, so, even in the university setting where well where I came from, a lot yeah. would bulk. Well, there's a. Per- I'm not sure about how much percentage. But a lot mm-hmm. of them would be re- would be or they sumakto na pandemic and it's their retirement year, so yeah. they're out of it already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They don't wanna yeah. deal with all the technology and which we, we discussed already earlier. So yeah. like, I'm gonna retire. I don't wanna deal with it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but let me tell you, these young guns, they're giving yeah. me a run for my money. Like I really thought, like here as the young principal, you know, I had yeah. all this energy to bring yeah, and all yeah, these yeah. things. And then I go into this group and they're like, they defended their dissertation already. Wow. They they revamped the whole the whole um administrative like system, system. like with all these forms and all and I was like, I need to step up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like I thought I had time to catch up, but apparently not. Wow. So so I think that would bring us to my next question. Um, how was it? For, uh, with you and you know adjusting to this whole culture of um, apparently you're there are a lot of young people in, in the educational sector already doing you know these great awesome big responsibilities mm-hmm. I mean is, was there like a, a big adjustment to it or or, or, or something na parang, aside from the wow factor mm-hmm. did, did you ever get scared um, I think scared is always going to be a part of my job because yeah. there's always going to be a certain amount of pressure. Um, one of the things that I love about sports mm-hmm. is you learn to deal with the fear. Uh-huh. Like, you you start to recognize it. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to feel the fear and you already have, like, a system to get around it. That's one of the best things, I think, that I've ever learned from, you know, competitive mm-hmm. sports. Um but yeah, I think fear is always going to be a factor because, you know, nobody wants to make a mess. Nobody wants to, you know, um, fail at things. Nobody wants to make a mistake. But the, the reality of it is you will. So, um, I wouldn't say there was a big adjustment, but there was like a palpable pressure. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't use my age and it's an excuse for me to not do well. <laughs> 
I can't say na oh you know I'm I'm just I'm young I'm still learning <laughs> and then I'm among <laughs> these people who are my age who are doing better so parang nawalan lang ako ng konting konting safety net but you know yeah. um I've always been the type of person to to respond to pressure um I went to a can I say the school <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead I went to Philippine Science High School I went to UP Diliman yeah and okay. I Yeah, and and mind you, I was this was before K 12 so major age reveal ng konte dito. But um, yeah, I I I graduated high school at 15, so I was in yeah I was in university pretty young. So from PSI fifteen. Yeah, I I started first grade at five. I skipped kinder because hindi pa siya mandatory nun. and I went to a Montessori school. I'm so, so mind I skipped, blown at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped kinder altogether, and I just went straight for grade one. Um, so I graduated elementary. I was 10, turning 11, or 11 turning 12 around that time, 2002. So yeah, I was 11 turning 12, pala. And then I graduated high school. I was 15 turning 16. So and you know when you're in Pisay, Pisay itself is a Yeah, it's 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 a culture, it's a world. Um, but doing that at 15 and then going into UP Diliman at 15, like that was another <laughs> that was another ball game altogether. So I've always been one to step up to pressure, I guess, because to me, my normal sense of achievement was against Pisayers and UP. So I've always kind of over. Quote unquote overachieved to quote unquote normal like schoolers normal, or normal students. Your normal yeah, is my normal peers. <laughs> yeah, you're no- yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang against Pisay and against other UP people. Parang sakto lang. I mean, I didn't stand out. But if you compare my my success quote unquote or my standards to ano others. to to the others. regular gr- yeah. group of students, parang ah okay. And I, I think I the only same reaction that... I'm having right now. It's like, ah, oh, okay, now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, kaya nung nung I think I only started to understand when I took my masters because I, I I'm taking at the state U, okay. and I'm writing all these papers. And to me, you know, they're just normal papers, normal reports, and everything. Yeah. But then my professor's like, your insight is so ganito, so ganyan. I'm like, oh. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it's just, it's parang after I I stopped reciting at one point because nobody liked to recite after me. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, she said something already. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So parang at at one point, I just stopped raising my hand in class. I stopped volunteering for things. Just nagugulat na lang sila sa papers ko sa exams ko. Like normal na sa akin when I turn in a paper, one essay question is like a page and a half. But isn't that normal? Sorry, okay. Apparently, apparently <laughs> not. Apparently okay. not. This, this is us being the common. Uh, is, isn't that normal? It's apparently not. Parang, um, I guess not. I don't know. To me, it was. Yeah. To my siblings, it was. Because my mom's also UP graduate. My sister's mm-hmm. from Ateneo. So to us, you know, that was like the normal. Oh. Yeah, the like the normal standard and. Um, parang to us, it's okay if you fail as long as you gave your best. Like mm-hmm. you knew that in your output, you said everything that you could say and you demonstrated that you that you knew the topic. But 
to others i i don't know maybe it's also a communication thing going yeah. back to it like i think maybe because we had the tools at our disposal to to express ourselves because my sister and i we have our separate bookshelves just so you know yeah like her bookshelf is different than my bookshelf and we cannot exchange books why not <laughs> i can borrow it but i have to put it back in her in her bookshelf and she knows when when one is missing and we have yeah we have our own separate bookshelves when we we're we're voracious readers i think that harry helps. potter book 7 i finished in a day dinaigbo ako oh my god <laughs> i finished it in a day like i was so i devoured that book oh my gosh grabe i i yung, i thought i was a competitive reader but then i have you as a friend <laughs> parang okay this is me needing to step up <laughs> yeah that that's me among the peers in the leadership group that i was in yeah so i guess um maybe for the last few minutes um if okay so since you're an avid reader okay mm-hmm. last two questions My yep. first question would be if you would um if if you would say your favorite excerpt or quote from your favorite book what would it be Ooh that's tough that's tough <laughs> and for the last question it would be um if you were to give some sort of um tips or suggestions or a message to all our listeners what would it be So yeah go ahead Sorry, can you repeat the last one? The last question. Um, if you have any message or tips to people listening with regard to um, anything like uh, their education or their their career communication wise, what would it be? Okay, can I answer the second question first? Because the the quote has me stumped sure, among go all ahead. the books that I've read. Um, hmm, I think the in terms of communication. I think my best tip would be to read. To read, yeah, because when you're reading, you you open yourself up to a lot of opportunities in terms, at least in terms of vocabulary, in terms of ways of saying things. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to phrase something, and when you don't read, you're limiting yourself to how you can express yourself. So the more that you read, the more ideas you get oh that's a really nice way of saying it like yeah. mga ganon yeah 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 um and it puts into words some of the feelings that you didn't realize now oh that's 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 a the really nice way of putting it yeah yeah <laughs> parang ganon yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah so that's that's my tip read as mm-hmm. much as you can mm-hmm. um in terms of quotes my god quotes. that's very different that's very difficult okay um get <laughs> okay to to help you Favorite author, gira talaga. Fast talk nata. Favorite author. Mm, I love Cassandra Clare and J.K. Rowling, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next, uh, top three favorite authors. Um, you already asked me my authors. Oh yeah, sorry, authors. Um, books, <laughs> books, books, pala. Sorry. Okay. Um, the Infernal Devices series. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Potter series, obviously, and Rich mm-hmm. Therabithia, one of my ultimate favorite reads ever, 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 ever. Okay. Nice. Um, if, so find find quotes there. <laughs> find quotes there. Okay, and get it uh, If you were to describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Hmm. Complicated. Complicated. 
Yeah. I would say I'm complicated just because I don't understand <laughs> myself and like there's there's so many things that I am at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not one thing. So I sige, maybe not complicated, complex na lang. Complex. Maybe that sounds better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. better better than complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. If um if you have a top 5 must-dos in the next year or so, what would it be? Ooh, right now, I'm really interested in um, a Harvard certificate course for school leadership and management. That's one. Uh-huh. I also want to move forward with my doctorate. Uh-huh. Um, finish a, a bunch of paperwork <laughs> for the school <laughs> because as teachers, it's never ending. Yes. Um, settle into married life, I guess. Because uh-huh. communication is key. key in, yes. yes, absolute key. Um, and I guess this just discover myself more as a 30-something. Great, great. So thank you so much. And yeah. we don't have much time for the recording of anymore. So thank you again for yes. um, allotting time for us. Of thank course, you. anything for you. I'm glad thank to be of so help. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, stop recording.